Which player on the Titans should you be buying right now in your Dynasty Leagues? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Madjuke. You could follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Give the show a follow. Hit that subscribe button. We are going to be previewing uh, all of the buys and sells for every single NFL team all the way through July. So we hit the AFC North. Uh, We hit what the AFC East Mm -hmm. this week. We're working on the AFC South. So you're not going to want to miss any of these breakdowns team by team uh, buys, sells, uh, where to get these guys on the cheap. It's all going to help you build the ultimate dynasty roster. Marcus, I just have to say, uh, we have a third co-host with us today. Uh, yeah, if you don't know who we're talking about, please check out Kate's Twitter feed, at FFBallBlast, and you'll you'll find out who our third co-host is today. Uh, uh, it's a ghost. Just leave it there. It's a ghost, yeah. But that, <laughs> that's a great social media pitch. But teaser, it's a ghost. Come find out what... My ghost did to me at <laughs> FF Ball Blast. <laughs> Just gonna uh, tease that because um, I don't know. I I'm feeling the the heat in the room, Marcus, and I have a feeling maybe my ghost is a Titans fan. Oh. And he was just super excited for the show today, so he popped in to make himself known. Um, but I don't know. It, when we get to the cells, we might we might upset. Somebody over here. So keep it cool. We need to keep this podcast livable. I think we should start off with some positives, like maybe a buy. Who's your favorite dynasty buy on the Tennessee Titans? It's Derrick Henry for me, Kate. I, that might be surprising Whoa. to you. I, I know it's not typically a good thing to buy a 28-year-old running back that has like, I don't know, 1,600 touches in the NFL already on his body, but it's Henry because we've seen him basically get better and better every season in the NFL. And Kate, we were actually seeing him get better even last year at the age of 27. We we know what typically happens with Derrick Henry during the season, right? Usually starts off slow, but by the time we get to November, December, January, he's having monster games, right? He started the season out really fast last year. He was averaging 117 rushing yards per game. Over 130 total yards per game in the first eight games of the season. Ten touchdowns. Like, he was on pace to be the runaway RB1. In fact, he was the RB1 before he got hurt. And now, all of a sudden, in Dynasty Leagues, he slipped to running back 10. But you can get him even cheaper than that because I'm looking at how people are ranking him. RB14, RB13, RB11. You can get him outside of RB1 prices. I just don't understand it. So I have to say I'm a little bitter here because as like the Derrick Henry truther, I do have a Derrick Henry jersey that we're going to be moving here in a couple of weeks. And I've decided I need to get that up and framed because I was the Derrick Henry OG in Mm -hmm. fantasy, Marcus. And I was nay-nayed and poo-pooed. And now that he's 28 years old, everybody's finally on board. Uh, I, I... I love Derrick Henry. I think as long as he is healthy, he is going to continue to amass touches. But my question for you, looking back at 2021, 
that was actually the first year that we saw a, a career low, actually, um, in a decrease in yards per touch in yes. Derrick Henry's career. Uh, 4.6 yards per touch as opposed to um, his overall career average where um, he had only dipped below five yards per touch one single season, and that was back in 2017. So do you make anything of – uh, maybe the decrease in efficiency, 4.3 uh, yards per rush attempt, which, uh, again, like only second lowest in his career back to 2017, but just wasn't as efficient, though he was still averaging 117 rushing yards per game. Any concern about that dip in efficiency? Uh, no, for two reasons. Number one, he got more targets last year than we're, we're used to him seeing, and he didn't average a ton of receiving yards. Uh, I think it was about 8.6 or whatever. He's had other season where he's averaged 11.4, 12 yards per reception. So that dropped it down a little bit. But again, remember what Derrick Henry typically does. He'll start the season off pretty slow. But by the end of the year, that's when the efficiency goes up. I I'm looking back like at 2020, right? The start of that season, the first month of the season, he averaged 3.72 yards per carry. But by the end of the season, his total was 5.36. And in fact, if you look at like the last month of that season, uh, he averaged, I'm pulling it up right here. Uh, yeah, in the last month of the season, last four games, 6.6 .6 yards per carry. So this is just a trend that happens with Derrick Henry. So I, I think we would have seen him last year see that efficiency go up. I'm just not concerned about it, Kate. I think that's fair. Um, I'm not sure. I think I'd buy him for the right price. Um, well, can we, any can we recent go through that? trades? Yeah, let, let's, let's go through some trades. Well, first of all, just straight up ranking. So these are the running backs that are being consistently drafted ahead of Derrick Henry. Uh, you have Cam Akers, Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, and then obviously Jonathan Taylor and those guys. But uh, like for me, Give me Derrick Henry over Cam Akers all day long. I uh, yeah, I I think that that feels about right for me. Okay, and here's some other recent trades as of the last couple of weeks on DynastyLeagueFootball.com. Again, you can get him so cheap right now. Derrick Henry for pick 108 in this year's rookie draft. Oh wow, that's. Uh, that's super interesting value. Yes, I'll take Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry for Josh Jacobs and pick 202 in this year's rookie draft. Oh, that's tough. I, I Derrick Henry, if I'm going to win now, I do think that Jacobs might have some long-term value here. Um, maybe a little bit more career longevity, but yeah, I'll take Derrick Henry here. Derrick Henry for James Conner in a 2023 second round pick. I'll take Derrick Henry. I just, I, he's that, so safe. Point. You, as long as he's on the field, he's so safe. You can get him so cheaply right now. And if he, if he only plays, he's not going to play more than that, but if he's only an RB1 for another year or two, who cares? You're still stealing him at that price, right? If it's only a second round pick in a mid level RB2 who's also older and also has injury concerns, yeah, why not? I'll give you another one. This is an interesting one. Derrick Cook. Or Derrick Henry for James Cook and Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, you know I am a huge Juju fan. I, uh, I but I just, I'm not. 
I'm not a fan of uh, Cook's landing spot necessarily. Um, I might go for like Juju plus a different guy. Okay. Uh, again, um, the, but the whole point here is that you can steal Derrick Henry right now while people are getting concerned about his age 28. It's just he's a special running back. And he's the other thing about this, Kate, is he's just not going to lose touches. There's nobody in that backfield that's going to steal touches for him. So even if he sees a decrease in volume or excuse me, a decrease in efficiency, it might not matter because he's just going to get so many touches. And the Titans, they can't get out of his contract for the next two years. So they're going to have no choice but to put a million miles on Derrick Henry. Go trade for him right now. I like it. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's get to a dynasty sell for the Titans. But before we do that, Kate, I want to tell you guys about Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that help you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity as well as the setting style. Blue Nile will then handcraft a perfect engagement ring for, for you, and each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle sparkle with a jewelry from BlueNile.com, and Lockdown Dynasty listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use promo code LOCKDOWN, that is promo code LOCKDOWN, plus every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging. That won't give away what's inside because there's nothing worse than ordering something and then having uh, your significant other kind of find it on the porch step and they know exactly what it is. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. All right, Kate, let's talk about sales. Who are you selling for this Titans team? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just because I was on board with Derrick Henry does not mean I do not have a separate buy, Marcus. Oh. Go ahead. Because I've got a very intriguing one. Yes, I am Derrick Henry's like biggest fan in life uh, and for fantasy football. But I've got another name, and I need to throw it out there because this man gets no respect, and that is Austin Hooper. Okay. Okay, so we need to talk about Austin Hooper a little bit. So um, I, I think this was probably one of the like lowest uh, talked about signings literally in the entire NFL uh, this offseason. Uh, Austin Hooper signed with the Titans this offseason after uh, becoming a cap casualty with the Browns. Now, we've left him for dead, uh, so to speak. Finished as the tight end 21 back in 2020, tight end 24 back in uh, 2021. But I think we're forgetting that he had back-to-back seasons as a top six fantasy tight end where he was a, a excellent, excellent volume monster. Um, and he was pretty safe. He finished as at least a, a tight end two or better in uh, almost all of his games in both of those seasons. So like it, he's got some upside, I think as a receiver, he's in an offense that, doesn't necessarily have a ton of competition at the wide receiver position. You have uh, Robert Woods, who I love as a receiver, but is returning from a torn ACL. You've got Traylon Burks, who is a rookie. Um, and 
like initial reports, of course, like you have to take all of these reports with a grain of salt, but mm -hmm. initial reports were that uh, Traylon Burks, he showed up out of shape, was looking rough, like didn't look ready for these mini camps. And so I like, I want to just pump the brakes because I think everybody's really hyped about Traylon Burks, but I think that they're forgetting that there's, there's still a really easy pathway for Austin Hooper to get some nice targets. I mean, we know that the Titans are not afraid to utilize the tight end position. Mm -hmm. They're not uh, overly big on, you know, these like jumbo wide receiver packages. Like we've seen the, um, the, you know, uh, bills, you know, like Rams, those teams where they're just like four wide receivers who needs our tight ends. Um, the tight ends, they actually ran uh, pretty much at a, a higher rate than any uh, team in the NFL. Looking at uh, three tight end sets, Cleveland ran 17% of their plays with three tight end sets, which is bonkers. It is, yeah. Um, like Philly, 8%, which like for a while there, we had Zach Ertz, we had Dallas Goddard. So I kind of get that, but... Then there's Tennessee, uh, who came in at 8%, over almost 100 plays throughout the season, had three tight ends on the field. Uh, like, he's instantly the tight end one in this group. You have some uh, capable blocking tight ends in Jeff Swaim. But, you know, looking at what Austin Hooper did, he had some disappointing seasons. But, uh, you know, we're looking at, what he did in the Browns, he kind of functioned as a blocking tight end, which I don't yep. think he really profiles at um, blocked on over 50% of his snaps in each of his last two seasons with the Browns. Whereas like with Atlanta, um, you know, 29%, 35%, like he was running a lot more routes. And I do think that there's going to be opportunity here for him to run more routes with the Tennessee Titans. I just think like the value here sure. is ridiculous, especially, I mean, there's it's, he's a no risk, but relatively high reward. It's not like he was a one and done. He had two back-to-back -back seasons where he performed as a uh, very usable tight end for fantasy. Yeah. Tight end 27 right now on dynasty league football here. Here's what you do with Austin Hooper. If you are in a dynasty best ball league, like we are in, Go trade for him now because I think he's going to give you a relatively high floor every week because he's going to play 75 to 80% of the snaps. He's going to get five to six targets, and he's going to catch just about every single one of them. Um, I, I just don't see the ceiling. Like I just, He's not going to be a featured part of the offense. He's not going to be somebody that's getting a bunch of red zone targets. So go trade for him and just raise your floor a little bit. Or if you want to pair him with, Let's say a David Njoku or somebody like that that maybe has a little bit more upside. I think that makes sense. In season long, or sorry, in leagues where you have to like set lineups every week, I think that's going to be a little trickier because you're not quite sure when to play him. But in a best ball league or best ball redraft league, I, th I think that makes a lot of sense. Let's uh let's talk about sells. Who in this offense are you selling? So you're you're not selling Derrick Henry, you're not selling Austin Hooper. Who are you selling, Kate? Selling Traylon Burks, baby. Oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, I actually, I really like Traylon Burks. So uh, forgive me for this, um, for this Hater. sell here. But this, 
purely comes to me as an opportunity to sell a player that I think could lose value to start the season. I think, um, you know, we are looking at Traylon Burks, who, uh, you know, is absolutely a dominant wide receiver. And I think we see the opportunity there as uh, just very fruitful, very bountiful, if you will, with AJ Brown being traded. It just feels like they uh, really said like, okay, AJ Brown, we can't pay you. So we're going to slot this guy in as a, uh, a direct replacement. Like he just fills into that AJ Brown role pretty well, but he's, he's not necessarily as great an athlete. I don't think. And now we again have these reports that he's not quite ready for NFL football. I think Right now, he's being drafted in Dynasty Startups as the wide receiver 16, mm -hmm. which it's high. It's very high. Like he's being drafted ahead of guys like Michael Pittman, Garrett Wilson. Like Garrett Wilson, I think, is miles safer uh, than Traylon Burks. Like the upside is to the moon, but I do think the floor is a bit lower for Traylon Burks, especially in his rookie season. So if I can move on from Traylon Burks and and sell him at a wide receiver 16 value, I do think that's the way to go because I don't think he's going to come in and instantly perform as we've seen a lot of these rookies do over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, here's what I think you should do with Traylon Burks is I, I don't disagree that you should sell him. Sell him for, let's say, Rashad Bateman, who's being drafted two or three spots behind him plus, right? Get Rashad Bateman, and then once the first month of the season happens and he's not playing a ton or he's not getting a ton of targets, oh, then go back. out and, and buy him back, right? Because you're going to be able to get him quite a bit cheaper. Uh, I think that's a good way to, to maximize his value. I, I have a hard time believing that he's going to have a monster role early on, probably because Mike Vrabel kind of like he likes to ease these guys in. I think they're going to use a ton of Derrick Henry. Um, and if you if you even want to wait a little bit longer, when Robert Woods comes back from his injury and he's the number one receiver, maybe that's when you go and buy him. But yeah, I think this is a good time to sell him because his value is already super high without him even setting foot on a training camp field yet. Yeah, I think this, I mean, this doesn't come down to me not liking Traylon Burke. It's just the value. It's, right? it's just the value and it's, like honestly a surprise to me that he's crawled up as quickly as he did. And I do think that it it's solely based on the fact that, um, you know, we saw AJ Brown traded and they immediately took this specific player. And I, but I don't think they're a one for one just quite yet. Uh, yes. He's going to need, he's going to need some more time and I don't know, get, get some of that value while you still can. Cause he's not going to be uh, sold at, you know, what wide receiver 16 value. No, there's once no the chance. season starts. Yeah. No chance. Uh, because what's going to happen is teams are going to be starting to contend. Right. And they're going to say, Hey, for example, um, let's, let's take Mike Evans at wide receiver 22. Uh, Evans is going to help me win right now. I'll, I'll give you a guy that's only getting me three points on my bench for a guy that could be a wide receiver one any single week, even though Evans is significantly older. I think it makes sense. You'll, you'll see trades that like that or Devonte Smith, right? Devonte Smith is 23 years old and already has a thousand season, a thousand yard season, season under his belt. 
I think you could do that plus get something else. So yeah. uh, do that. And uh, we'll, we'll check back in on Traylon Burks after the first month of the season. Uh, let's get to our dynasty holds, Kate. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your lo- local auto parts store to stock up on all the parts that you need. Rock Auto has everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. So go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, Kate, finishing up the Tennessee Titans here. Who is your dynasty sell? Hold. Hold. We hold it now. All right. So my dynasty hold, I've already kind of teased this before in the past when we've talked about Malik Willis, but it's Malik Willis. I just, we're in a, a holding pattern with Malik Willis. There's not much that we can use him for now. And I think that's diminished the trade value that he's going to have. People know that he's not, he's not going to be starting at least this year. Uh, there's just not enough value there. So even if you're not a fan of the prospect Malik Willis, this is not the time to sell him. This is not really the time to, to, do anything with him if you're in a, a position to contend this you know the only people that should be trading for Malik Willis right now are people that have enough room on their bench and are rebuilding otherwise I think he's a hold and it has nothing to do with talent but more so opportunity um, and there's just not going to be a bump in his value I don't think until he steps on the field and then I think it'll shoot through the roof but you know, if you're looking to sell, be patient, little bird. So this was tough for me because I actually have Ryan Tannehill as a dynasty hold. So in 2019, oh. in the 10 games as he started, he scored 29 touchdowns. In 2020, in the 16 games, he started all 16 games, he scored 40 touchdowns. I mean, you're talking about somebody that was scoring a ton of touchdowns until last year when he scored 20, he had 21 passing touchdowns. Like he just wasn't very good last year. And we saw, the yards per uh, attempt really declined. The total passing yards declined. Now, they did have a lot of injuries. We talked about Derrick Henry. A.J. Brown missed a big chunk of the season. Um, Julio Jones was washed. Is there a chance that Tannehill can kind of get back to what we saw in 2019, 2020? Sure. And if that's the case, okay, we're talking about like a legitimate QB1 option that you can get far cheaper than that. Right now on Dynasty League Football, he's QB22. 22, and you can get him so cheap right now. But at the same time, as you mentioned, they drafted Malik Willis. He looked awful last year. The playoff game is really concerning. I'm probably just holding him right now until I can see what he looks like in the first month, month and a half of the year. Yeah, and I, I think it is, uh, it, it's certainly interesting. And um, I have been... Uh, probably holding Ryan Tannehill as well, but more so because I don't know what to do with him and I'm having trouble figuring out how to value him. 
And that's why um, you should hold but, them, right? It's because if you don't know what to do yeah. with them, just just wait until you get some more clarity on that situation. Yeah, be be patient. But I do, like, I, when we mentioned Ryan Tannehill, we have obviously seen the upside. We've seen the upside and efficiency from this specific offense. I don't think it's going to change too much. Uh, but looking at, uh, you know, his just contract and the money he's owed over the next couple of seasons, you know, it, it's not good for the Titans. They're not in a good position. So like they don't have enough draft capital invested in Malik Willis, but they've also got a lot of money still tied in exactly. to Ryan Tannehill. So even if they keep or cut him uh, or trade him ahead of 2023, he carries almost $19 million in dead cap in the, the 2023 season that's tough like which basically that means is, that it's going to be him Tannehill is going to be there the next two years it's it's really really tough so even you know his yearly cash is at uh 27 million dollars next year so they only save really kind of like 10 million dollars by offloading him on the roster that is my my biggest question mark it doesn't come down to Ryan Tano because he's even a guy we've seen rushing upside from but the interesting thing with Ryan Tannehill is the money and how are the Titans going to manage this money? Cause you know, like on Spotrack, they always give you uh, they always list out if anybody hasn't been to Spotrack, uh, I, I mm-hmm. recommend it for looking at contracts, but they always list out a potential out year where they think that, okay, there might be some wiggle room for, you know, team X to uh, move on from player X. And, their potential outlisted is 2023. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, Oh, that if I'm the Titans and I'm looking to get out in 2023, that's not going to feel very good. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's locked in for the next two years. I, I almost can't see, a, I, I can't see a scenario where they move on from him before that. So 2024, he, he is injured like that. That would be the only stipulation. I think. Yeah. He's going to be there. So, if you if you need a quarterback that's really cheap outside of the top twenty that gives you legitimate quarterback one upside, why not? But I think if you have him right now, you're also not selling him for quarterback fifteen, quarterback sixteen because what does that really do for you either? You're you're not necessarily getting better. Um, I think this is a good way a good way to hold him. So, uh, all right, that is it for today's show. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Check out the Locked On NFL channel where they're breaking down all the latest news surrounding the NFL. You can download that podcast wherever you get your podcast, wherever, wherever you get our podcast, the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, same place. Uh, you can follow the show on uh, YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Kate at FF Ball Blast. Uh, she'll tell ghost stories all week, I am sure. Uh, you can follow me at Marcus underscore Motion. We'll actually be back tomorrow talking about another AFC South team. We'll see you guys right back here tomorrow. Bye, y'all.